five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Championship Effort Podcast, Episode 1, Learning, Leading, and Winning. I'm John Scromolo, the host of the Championship Effort Podcast. Today I want to share my background with our listeners, but most importantly, I want to explain why this podcast was created for those of you that want to learn, lead, and win. So getting started with my background, um, I was born in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and my family moved to Florida when I was five years old. My grandfather was in the Navy, and my father was a Marine Corps officer, and uh, definitely come from a military-based background family-wise. I'm a graduate of Clay High School in Greencoat Springs, Florida. I graduated from Clay in 2008, and throughout my high school years, uh, I played two sports. I played golf and baseball. Baseball has always kind of been my passion and my love ever since I could walk. Uh, I've always had a baseball in my hand, and it's something that I have totally dedicated my life to over the years. Um, Baseball is also a really big driving force in the person that I am today. Throughout my high school years, I always wanted to, actually my whole life in general, I wanted to play Major League Baseball. It was always my dream and my passion and my number one priority and my goal. Um, So throughout my high school years, when I got to my junior and senior year, when you kind of get into the recruiting process, I had a tough time. I was a a left-handed hitting first baseman that was not very tall. Uh, I was not in great shape. I was always kind of short and squatty and pudgy and didn't really run very fast. Um, I could hit a little bit and I could play defense for... Uh, for the balls that were hit within my range, but anything out of that, I was having uh, trouble to get to. I got told no a lot going throughout the re- going through the recruiting process, um, which, like I said, was actually a big factor into developing a, a really good work work ethic. The uh, throughout the recruiting process, all of the junior colleges in Northeast Florida really did not have an interest uh, in me playing for their schools, um, but. Luckily enough, there was a guy in St. Augustine, Florida named Dave Barnett at Flagler College uh, that saw something in me that gave me an opportunity the fall of my senior year in 2007. He, uh, I went to a camp at Flagler College and uh, Coach Barnett told me that he'd like for me to come on a visit. And uh, a couple weeks later, I, I toured the campus with my mom and Coach Barnett offered me a scholarship It was a very minimal scholarship at that point, but nonetheless, it was an opportunity to play at the next level, and I called him the very next day and and committed to Flagler College, which probably um, was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Uh, And um, from then on, after graduation, I went ahead and went to Flagler, and uh, my, my freshman year at Flagler was Flagler's first year as a Division II institution, they, they made the transition from NAIA to Division II. So my first year, we were an independent team, and we were not in a conference. Um, but my second year as a sophomore, it was our first season in the Peach Belt Conference, and we were actually the uh, – I was a part of the first team at Flagler College to make the Peach Belt Conference tournament, which we were extremely excited about. And um, – and had a lot, of, a lot of great years, met a lot of great people at Flagler and uh, have a lot of great teammates to this day that I still talk to. And um, all the way down to my senior year at Flagler, um, 
I ended up winning the NCAA Male Sportsmanship Athlete of the Year Award my senior year for all of Division II, which was uh, which really meant a lot to me, and I know it meant a lot to Flagler College as that was something that, that they were proud of as well. Um, throughout my, my college career, I was able to shadow a lot of people in the athletic department there and work as a work grant and make a little bit of money, um, but I think my, my career at Flagler really kind of set the tone for what I wanted to do when I graduated college if baseball was not going to work out. And, and that's where I really started to, to develop the, the, uh, the want to be an athletic director. And, and I'll explain that a little bit more in just a second. Um, so I was lucky enough and blessed. My senior year, I got drafted by the Los Angeles Dodgers in the 37th round in 2012. And uh, I knew going in that I wasn't the best athlete. And uh, in professional baseball, if you're going to play first base, you better be uh, hitting home runs and driving guys in. And, and I really didn't have that much power compared to the other guys in the organization. So with that being said, knowing that that was kind of the path that I was going to be on, that this whole professional baseball thing was going to be short-lived, um, I really went in with the mindset of, you need to learn as much as you possibly can. So every opportunity that I had to uh, listen to coaches, instruct, and teach, and uh, kind of the whole learning process there, I took advantage of those of those situations. I played two seasons in the Arizona Rookie League, and uh, and then that was it. That was the end of my professional career. But nonetheless, I was uh, excited and, and blessed to have an opportunity to do it, and I met a lot of great people, and. Uh, Following that, when I got released, I went back to my alma mater at Clay and coached baseball and taught PE for one year while I was getting certified uh, to become a teacher since my, my degrees in business administration. And that year was also great. I got my feet wet as far as coaching high school baseball, and we had an outstanding team that uh, lost in the state title game to Tampa Jesuit. And uh, some great players on that team that taught me a lot of lessons, and those guys are doing really well now. And of the 10 seniors we had, all 10 of them signed scholarships, nine of them to play baseball, and one uh, went to Air Force to play football, and they were a really great group to be a part of. And at that point in my life, I really wanted to be a head coach. I was 23 years old, and uh, there was a business teaching position that opened up across town at Ridgeview High School, and, uh, and the baseball head coaching job opened there as well. So that was something that I was just totally – uh, ready, at least I thought in my mind I was totally ready for and, and wanted that challenge. So at 23 years, 23 years old, I became the head coach at Ridgeview High School and uh, started teaching business. And it was, uh, like I said, one of the, the greatest things that ever happened because I was able to uh, run a program and, and be kind of thrown in the fire, which, which was, in my opinion, sometimes is the best way to learn. And um, I ended up teaching business and TV production. And then the second year kind of became all TV production, which was a ton of fun. And, and I really loved those kids. And, and it was a great time. I knew after professional baseball, I wanted to be an athletic director. Uh, that was kind of my ultimate goal, uh, to be in a leadership position. Um, but, more, but more importantly, be in a position where I was able to have reach. Uh, be in a position where I didn't just have the ability to connect and communicate and motivate my own baseball team, but really be in a position where I can connect and communicate and motivate the entire school, uh, which is what a high school athletic director gets to do every single day. Uh, I really think that it's the best job in the world uh, in terms of you get to 
work with every single program and, and you get to see what's going on and, and you get to make uh, important decisions that, that affect the student athletes. And that's, that's a, it's a, sometimes it's a heavy crown, but nevertheless, it's a, it's a lot of fun being, being a, a crucial part of your, of your school. So uh, this is my second year at Ridgeview High School as the athletic director. Um, we've made tremendous strides and, uh, and have had some great mentors along the way as an athletic director. Kevin Stafey, our, our assistant principal at Ridgeview, was the athletic director at Clay High School when I was a student there and uh, was also big in my development as an AD. Um, he was always there for me and still is today. Judd Damon, the athletic director at Flagler College, uh, was another guy that during my, my college years I was able to kind of lean on and ask questions and, and kind of and learn from. And um, Jay Stillano at Clay High School, their athletic director, another guy that, that I've been able to learn under. And Charlie Libretto, the athletic director at Ridgeview that I took over for, all of those four gentlemen um, were very gracious when I kind of came to them and said, hey, do you mind if I follow you around all the time? <laughs> and... Uh, and that's really how I learned. I mean, that was a, that was a big, big part of my development. And uh, we're only in year two here at Ridgeview. So got a really long way to go, a lot more learning to do, uh, which is getting to the point of why I want to do this podcast. So I really try to live by being a lifelong learner. It's, uh, it's very important to me, the, the fact that uh, being humble and you don't know everything and you got a lot to learn. And, and there's a lot of people that are a lot smarter than you that are a lot more successful than you are, uh, you can take uh, take their life lessons and take their guidance and their mentorship and kind of make it your own and, and, and pave your own way. So I think that this podcast is going to be a great way to have some uh, crucial conversations with some very successful people and, uh, and that we all can learn from, including myself. Um, and uh, the other thing is this, championship programs do something different, hence the name championship effort. Uh, every program has their own culture, their own identity, and their own success rate. You know, there, there's, there's organizations throughout many levels of sport, whether it's professional sports or collegiate or high school, and every arena of sport has some organizations who are just flat out more successful than others. You look at the New York Yankees, you look at the Alabama Crimson Tide, and then any high school that is continually winning state championships or continually uh, producing good, you know, good student athletes. So the questions that I have is, what makes those programs different? And how can we take those lessons that they have and, and apply, the, uh, apply those to our own programs to, to make ourselves better? Uh, I don't think that this podcast is only going to be geared toward athletics. Uh, there, there will also be guests who are business owners that are very successful. And the reason for that is the reason for having other guests besides just athletic, uh, athletically minded people is leadership is leadership. Whether you're looking at military leadership, business world leadership, athletic leadership, family leadership, or even individual leadership of you leading your own life. Leadership is leadership, and, uh, and I really think that it'll be cool to see the kind of the dichotomy 
of the different arenas of occupations, but still having that main leadership goal at the forefront of our minds. And, uh, and like I said, I've learned a lot these past five years as a head coach and, and the last two as an athletic director and a leader. And I believe that, uh, that I have some information as well that I've learned that I can help uh, all leaders to learn, lead, and win. So hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. I can't wait for our second episode. Our first guest is going to be a, a proven coach um, that has affected a lot of young men throughout his career. Uh, Jonathan Holt is going to be our first guest on the Championship Effort Podcast, Learning, Leading, and Winning. Have a great one, guys. Until next time, this is John Scromolo, the host of the Championship Effort Podcast. We'll be talking to you guys soon. Make it a great day.